0: Hey friend, welcome to Beyond the Booze. I'm your host, Victoria Plummer, daughter of the most high, wife, boy mom, and multi-passionate entrepreneur. I know that you are sick of wallowing in shame after another night of binge drinking. I know that you want to quit, but you can't imagine a life without alcohol. My mission is to set you free from the lies fears, and habits that are keeping you stuck in a toxic relationship with alcohol. In this podcast, you'll learn about spiritual growth, personal development, healthy lifestyle habits, and recovery education so that you can start living a life you love. If you're ready to take your power back, grow in your faith, and live a more purposeful life, you are in the right place. Whip up your favorite mocktail. Let's do this. In today's episode i wanted to riff on something that's been on my mind and on my heart and on my spirit um, the past several days and that is the topic of walking in the spirit um if you've been if you are a christian which i'm assuming you are if you're listening to this podcast or at least you're curious about um jesus and about god um anyways one of the things that we're taught in scripture is that we we overcome our sin by walking in the spirit. And I wanted to just kind of talk about that and like what that means practically, um, how you can live that out, like because it feels kind of elusive. It's like, walk in the spirit, like, okay, how, how, you know, like, how do I walk in the spirit? Um, And so I had a few things I wanted to share about how, you know, Um, but another thing I kind of wanted to, that I I thought about this morning, I went on a walk out in nature um, at this beautiful nature preserve right down the street from my house. Anyways, as I was walking, um, I'm going to let you in a little bit on my life. I have been, you know, planning and preparing and wanting to get back into coaching, um, and offering coaching again. Um, but I'll be honest, there's been a little bit of fear, um, and kind of like analysis by paralysis that's kind of held me back. But it is something that I know God is calling me to like, I know that God is calling me to coach and you know, you also may know like that God is calling you to let go of alcohol or to let go of, you know, whatever vice, you know? Um, but there's this fear that comes up, right? Like this fear of, you know, what are people going to think about me? Um, to which I say, who cares, (laughs) you know, who cares? And of course I can, you can, this can be applied to anything, right? Like, if your fear is like, what are people gonna think if I stop drinking? Like, are they gonna think I have a problem? Or in my case, like, um, there's this fear, like around coaching, it's like, what if people think, you know, I don't know, like, what are people going to think about me? You know, it could be that. And then, but, but in all reality, you know, in spiritual reality, it doesn't matter. You know, um, God called the prophet Jeremiah to become a prophet and to be his voice to the nations. And Jeremiah is like, but I'm too young, you know, and he's probably thinking nobody's going to respect me. Like I don't have enough authority. Um, I'm, I'm 19 years old. Like, you know, and God's like, it doesn't matter. Like I'm calling you to this. And that's kind of like what the reality is. Like, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. Um, because the truth is God is calling us to it. And so as I was thinking about that, as I was walking this morning, I was walking and I was thinking about, um, you know, like trying to dig into like, what is the real fear I have about, starting to coach again. And I think one of the fears is like, what if I'm not actually able to help people? Um, which I know it's a lie because I've worked with many people <laughs> in the past and I've helped so many people. Um, and so I, I know that that's a lie and it's just like a irrational fear when I actually like stop and think about the actual thought that I'm having. Like I can realize like, oh, this is the thought. And you know what? There's actually no evidence of th- that this is a truthful thought. Like but the other truth is that I am not going to be able to help everybody, but I also know that I can plant some seeds and I know that in my past I had several people that helped me along my journey, but they weren't like they weren't like God for me, like they they were just people along my journey that God had placed there who just, you know, helped me along my way, who planted seeds, who watered seeds, who, you know, just helped me in these little areas of my life to help me become who I am now um, and who I am becoming. Um, But the truth is like, I'm the hero of my own journey. And you know, the truth is my clients will be the hero of their own journey. So I don't have to be their hero I'm just here to help them plant those seeds, and the other truth that I realized this morning is that apart from God, I can do nothing. You know, in um, John chapter fifteen, you know, it talks about um, it says like you are the like I am the vine, you are the branches. You can do nothing apart from me. You know, like that we need to remain in Him in order for us to do anything and for in order for us to be fruitful so really you know it's it's not me that's going to help people it's God working through me and if I can believe that and stay you know in touch with God and remain in him and stay connected with him um I'm going to be more effective than I would be if I just went rogue you know so bringing that back to sobriety I'm sure you can you know I'm sure you can, you know, see how this all ties together. (laughs) Um, Because, like, on our own strength, if we've tried, you know, many people have told me and many times I have tried in my own strength to maintain my sobriety um, apart from God. And, you know, my own strength would fail. You know, it wouldn't be as fruitful. And so what I needed was to stay connected and to walk by the spirit and you know allow his spirit to work through me right and so i accept that i accept that in order for me to live a fruitful life like i need god i need to stay connected to god and i need god to work through me um and so let me just pull up a scripture real fast In Romans 7 it talks about how you know the the flesh and the spirit are at war against each other Um, let's see let me go back to it Romans 7 verse let's go to verse 15 I do not understand what I do for what I want to do I do not do but what I hate I do and if I Who will rescue me from this body that is subject to death? Thanks be to God who delivers me through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So then, I myself in my mind am a slave to God's law, but in my sinful nature a a slave uh, to sin. And then, of course, that's why it says, Therefore there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus the law of the Spirit who gives life flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires, but those who live in accordance with the spirit have their minds set on what the spirit desires. The mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. Okay. All right. I hear you. I understand what this verse is saying, but how, how do we live by the flesh? I mean, how do we live by the spirit? And I like to try to make things practical because that I feel like that's just like what we need sometimes. Like some things that like spirituality can be so elusive sometimes. Like sometimes we just need like those practical things like, okay, like, so how do I walk in the spirit? (laughs) So I have some things I wanted to share um, that will help you walk in the spirit and, you know walk in the freedom and the peace and the joy of, you know, being free from sin. So it makes me think about, I'm I'm sure you guys have heard that, um, quote and it goes, you know, like we all have like a good wolf and a bad wolf inside of us. And, um, I'm totally butchering this quote, but basically it's like, how do you know which wolf will win well it's the wolf that you feed the most right so how do we feed our spirit so our spirit will grow so i like to think about you know spirituality as a relationship right so like how do we grow our relationship with god and with the holy spirit within us like you do that by like how would you you know if you had a friend How would you grow that friendship? You'd talk to each other, get to know each other. You'd spend time together. You'd go, you'd listen to music that both of you like. Uh, (laughs) I'm just throwing out some ideas. But so, of course, like, right? Prayer, that would be one way that we would talk to God and, um, you know, nurture that relationship. And then we'd also be studying God's word and like you know maybe we're sitting in stillness and silence to try to hear from God and then giving him the space to and like not polluting our thoughts with constant social media giving ourselves space to listen for God and his still small voice Um, so you know those are a couple things right prayer getting into the word um, getting in silence. Maybe that looks like getting into nature, getting into God's creation. Um, you know, you can think about like, when do, when do you experience God the most? You know, maybe that's at church. Maybe that's, uh, in worship. Maybe that's when you're listening to spiritual songs, right? When you're singing songs from your spirit, those are ways that you can, you know, grow your spirit, um, And stay connected with your spirit is by listening to, you know, worship songs or spiritual songs or maybe even songs without any words, um, if that's you know, if that's a way that you like to connect, Um, because in the same way that we can feed our spirit through songs, we could also feed our our flesh through music. Um, I did want to share this in another podcast, but I'll share it now, you know, something that you may not even realize that can lead up to like a relapse is the music that you're listening to, because if it's like, you know, secular music, a lot of times, like, what are they talking about? They're talking about partying. They're talking about sex. They're talking about, you know, drinking, smoking, whatever, like and even if it's not, like, like I'm, I feel like I'm talking kind of, like, about rap songs, but country songs are the same way. Like, they're just, like, sad, heartbroken songs, singing about drinking beer, going to the bar. Like, I can't, I honestly, I had to, like, I could only listen to certain songs for a little bit because, and for a while, I had to stop altogether because it was, you know, one of those things that led me back to... um the desire to drink or to smoke or whatever. Um, but yeah, so again, listening and singing spiritual songs, that's one of the ways you can build up, you know, your spirit and walking and and staying connected with God, um, spending time with other believers, right? Like people who believe the same thing that you believe that can encourage you, that can, um, you know, talk with you about things, about things of God. You know, maybe that means joining a Bible study, um, finding different type of event, uh, events, you know, um, depending on what, how old you are, you know, they might have like young adult night where you could go and meet other, you know, believers who are your age. Um, this could look like all types of things, you know, like maybe there's like a women's conference, um, Or maybe it's like a Christian concert. Um, That's a great way to, you know, get into that environment. Yeah, studying God's word. I mentioned that already. Meditating on God's word. So I actually saw this on Instagram the other day. I saw like these uh, verse memory cards. Um, Oh man, I forgot the name of the company. But you could probably search it just on Google, like scripture Memory cards, um, and then they have some that have like little stands with it, and so you could just stick a card with um, with the verse that you want to you know memorize for the week, and that way you look at it every day, and you don't even have to like get all fancy and buy these cards. You can just get an index card. That's what I used to do, um, which I I definitely want to get back in the habit of memorizing scripture. Um, and, you know, just kind of keeping it at the front of your mind, like, especially if it's something that you need, you know, you need to be like, if you're struggling with shame, you know, maybe you need to memorize like that first verse in Romans eight, where it's like, there's now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Um, you know, things that help, um, fix your thoughts, right? Like to take those thoughts that are not of God, take those captive and replacing them with truth, you know, capturing the lies and replacing them with truth. Um, that's a really, you know, helpful way to, is to memorize scripture. Um, and then, yeah. And then another way, um, as I'm thinking about it, you know, like meditating on God's word, um, there's even like another way you could do it. There's like morning meditation christian meditations where they're just like saying god's word speaking god's truth over you there's evening meditations where like they're like really literally like reading um bible stories for you to fall asleep to like if you're having trouble sleeping man falling asleep to god's word is like the safest and like sweetest way you can fall asleep um there's a company i think it's called abide um so there's like the Abide app or if you go on YouTube you can search, search Abide um and they have all sorts of like sleep stories or sleep meditations um and different Christian meditations that you can do but anyways that is it for today. I hope that this was helpful for you um and if it was I would love if you left a review. Um again continue the conversation over on Facebook at the Beyond the Booze Facebook group. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Have a great one.